This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. And we are back. You are listening to the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network, and I'm your host, Eric Norton. Today's show is, of course, brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all of our phone guests are courtesy of Spotty Hot Cash on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. What is up, everybody? Hope you're having a good week, having a good time out there, collecting, doing doing fun stuff, getting ready for the national. That's just right around the corner, man. It's just it's like, what is it? Two months from well, it was two months from this week. So that's that's getting ready to go. Hope you guys are uh, following the national on 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 social media. Checking out all their new guest announcements. Uh, I saw Deion Sanders this week and Jim Brown. That's really freaking cool. I hope that I would be able to get over and get one of those guys. That would be a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, just having a lot of fun this week here in the office. Pricing uh, graded cards as the graded card book goes to print on Friday. I got my files back, my hockey files back this morning, so I have to uh, proof and edit them. I will tell you I made the largest price change uh, I I think I have ever made in, uh, in my career here at Beckett. Uh, the Gordie Howe rookie, uh, at, at I think it was a PSA 8, went from $12,000 to $40,000 because of a recent sell that was 39000 at auction plus a buyer's premium of another 12000 So that was $51,000 that, uh, that it went for altogether with, with the buyer's premium. But we had to bump it up because it was just low. And I, that, that was one sale. Otherwise, I think it would have went higher. But right now, that that is the largest price increase I think I've ever done on a hockey card by itself. And then his rookie cards across the board all got bumped. So if you are collecting uh, Gordie Howe rookie cards, graded PSA graded rookie cards, or SGC graded rookie cards, or if you have one in a, in a Beckett Vintage, uh, check it because I think the price might have just jumped on you. Not surprisingly either because, you know, he you know, unfortunately passed uh, recently well, within the last year and uh, that that would cause the jump uh, in the sale for $39,000. It's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. Speaking of hockey, I want to mention Classic Auctions right here. They are the lo- world's largest hockey memorabilia auction house and they have a great auction going on right now over at ClassicAuctions.net. Uh, it's featuring some of the items from um, Gordon Red Berninson personal collection. They also all have a uh, UFC championship belt worn by George St. Pierre, uh, game-worn baseball jerseys, racing memorabilia, and all kinds of stuff from iconic uh, from the iconic movie Slapshot, including a Charlton Chiefs uh, Denny Lemieux jersey that is uh, signed as well. So go over and check that out. The auction ends on June 19th. Go to classicauctions.net to get in on the bidding fund there because as we were just talking about that Gordie Howe rookie card going up from twelve thousand to forty thousand, this is a lot of a lot of good hockey stuff going on right here. Uh, you can't beat a Denny Lemieux jersey. That's a lot of fun, and uh, they have a couple of paintings that they did. They have up for bid there that I saw firsthand at the expo. One was Bobby Orr, and one was Joe Montana. The artist was on on hand painting them as as they were there signing, and then as they as they got completed. He brought those over and got them signed, and they are uh, benefiting a charity, I do believe. So go check out ClassicAuctions.net. Get in on the bidding fund. That auction closes June 19th, so you got a couple of weeks to go do so. 
And I'm sure that won't be the last time that you hear that plug either. Have fun with that, uh, with your bidding. If you, li- if you win anything, let me know. I want to see it. Please post it on social media. Tag us, cla- tag Classic Auctions, tag uh, the Fat Packs Podcast, tag Beckett so we can see what you got. All right, new products and pricing time. Here we go. We'll start with new pricing. We got three new soccer products priced for you. 2017-18 Tops English Premier League Gold is now priced. Thank you, Brian. Uh, we got... 2017 Topps Chrome UEFA Champions League is now priced. Thank you, Brian. And finally, we got 2018 Adrenaline XL FIFA World Cup Russia is now priced. Thank you, Brian. All those are two tops and one Panini product on, on the soccer side of things, and those are done for you in your OPG. Please go check them out. On the new products front, we have uh, we got a couple of big ones, I think. Uh 2018 Panini Luminance Football. That's a that's a new product, but I, I I like the look of it. That's why I say it's big. So go check it out there. It releases tomorrow. Top's Finest Baseball. That released yesterday, and every Finest is a staple of the of the collecting community since 19 was it 1993. Those first Finest came out, I believe. So go check that out in your in your LCSs. And then finally, uh, 2018 Super Break Basketball. Cards and bars edition. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, the bars the, the the bar is really cool. Great autographs. It's a who's who. So go uh, check those check those products out uh, at your LCS. If you do not, if your LCS doesn't carry them, just uh, ask 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 them about it so you can get your distributor get they can get their distributor out there to get those in the store for you. All right, let's set up the show. A lot of fun on all three of them. First is uh, Jemai Jones. Uh, California, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or the Anaheim or whatever they're calling themselves now, Angels prospect, Jemai Jones. Uh, he comes from sports, a sports bloodline. Both his brother and his dad played in the, or play, play, are playing and do play in, uh, and played in the NFL. Wow, I cannot talk today. And then we have John DePlantier, uh, pitch, number one pitching prospect of the Diamondbacks. He um, currently just, he, I can think he got put on the DL yesterday for a little tendonitis in his uh, in his right arm, but it's not a big deal. Great guy though. I want you to want you to really uh, cue in and listen to him. Really smart. He went to Rice. Uh, you just don't walk into Rice. You know that's a that's a great school. So he he went to Rice and pitched there, and now he's pitching in the Diamondbacks organization. And then finally is Rick Canale of uh, Baseball Treasures. This is a new coin product. That's new baseball coin product out on the line. Uh, had a great time talking to him and. He's really excited about this new product. I like it a lot too. Uh, had a lot of fun opening up the uh, the product with um, my my new friend Sam. Actually, he's not new. You guys have seen him around the office doing box race with me uh, from time to time. But he he does a lot of the baseball pricing now because Brian is so busy pricing soccer. Uh, but Sam is uh, Sam and I opened up a almost a whole box of this, and we want to we wanted to check it out. Baseball Treasure was nice enough to send it over to us, so. Listen to that interview. Have a lot of fun with it because there's there's some hunt elements and chase elements in there that you need to know about that are going to make collecting these coins a lot of fun for you guys. All right. Again, three interviews. Jemai Jones, John DePlantier, and Rick Canale. Uh, you're going to hear my good friend, Mr. Paul Worth, on two of them as we uh, recorded these in, at spring training. But I uh, want to give a shout-out to Paul. He's doing good out there on 24-7 Breaking. If you want to get added to that group, all you got to do is uh, 
just reach out to him on Twitter or reach out to him on Facebook, and he will add you. He's like he's having a lot of fun there. And uh, speaking of breaking, I want to see your best cards and your breaks. Uh, what what have you got this week? Please tag me in them on uh, on Twitter at Fat Packs Podcast so I can share those and we can uh, see what you got out there because I know there's stuff. I know there's stuff getting pulled that we need to see, and we're not seeing it. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's jump to the first interview, uh, Mr. Jemai Jones of the Anaheim Angels. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Sargent from WFNY, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and we are here with our first angel yes. of this event. Yes, and he was in the outfield, but he he'll was. tell us that story later. <laughs> he, he <laughs> was, uh, Jemai Jones uh, for the Angels is with us uh yeah, you just said he was in the outfield. And they just recently moved into the infield, so let's start there, Jemai. Uh, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, Thank so you. get, get, get a little closer. There you go, just like that. Perfect. Um, um, yeah. So tell us that story. How what? How did you end up in the outfield to infield now? Uh, so I was able to talk with Billy Appler about the entire process, and I ended up playing infield throughout high school and my last couple of years of uh, high school ball. I was in the outfield. Okay. So, I've had infield experience, and just talking to Billy, I mean, he looked at it as another opportunity for me to make the big league team, another way for me to get in there, another way for me to contribute to a championship standard team. Sure. And with all the guys that they have in the outfield and all the guys that they have in the infield, it was it's just a way for me to get in there, regardless of how it is. I of was course. just trying my best to break camp and do everything I can, regardless if that's, you know, within the future of this year or, you know, years from now. Sure. It just adds another level to my ability to play the game. Awesome. It's like a double threat now. Yeah, he's a double threat. You can put him anywhere he's needed. He's a utility guy. I don't want to call you a utility. That's a bad thing, huh? (laughs) That always seems like a bad thing. It seems like he's, like, at the end of his career. Awesome. Just getting started. So So you were drafted out of high school. I was. That's awesome. Very cool. So how was that decision between college and going pro? How did, yeah. how, was that, how, did, how did you make that decision? Uh, I made the decision ultimately on what I wanted to do in the longevity of my career. I believe that I really had a chance to do something special out of high school, and the Angels gave me an offer that it was really hard to turn down. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I was going to go to North Carolina. and okay. UNC, that's a, UNC. That's, a, that's a treasured story school there. So yeah. It is. And, I mean, the minute I stepped on campus there, I knew I wanted to – uh, further my education there. Talking to Mike Fox over there, I actually saw him this offseason. He's an amazing guy. I was fortunate enough to go and visit there, go see some of my buddies uh, play their fall series. Right. But, I mean, ultimately I came with a decision of what I wanted to do long term. I sure. saw myself being able to be ready mentally and physically out of high school to go play this game and experience everything that I needed to experience before pro ball. So I thought it was a good decision on my part, and I haven't regretted it. Awesome. Good yeah. stuff. Now we're um, we're with Beckett, so we're collectibles, and this is a collectibles podcast. So we were talking off air a little bit. Like, so did you collect cards at all as a as a kid? Uh, no, I did not. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't one of the things I uh, focused on quite a bit when I was yeah, younger. Now, did you do Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh or any of that kind of stuff? I a did, lot of these guys have said oh, we don't do sports cards. We did all the Pokemon stuff. Yeah, no, I did do that stuff as a kid, and okay. I mean, what kid didn't? Let's right. be honest. <laughs> I mean, every single every single person you talk to in baseball, it was one or the other, or right. not both. Right. But uh, collecting them, even those, I don't. I didn't really collect them they weren't i just wasn't a big guy on holding on to things i was just more of i'd be in the house for 30 minutes and then i was outside for four hours right right. just doing whatever i wanted to do in the backyard if that was you know playing by myself wall ball with my buddies or pickle i mean something that just to keep you active right wall ball's fun i haven't played that in years mostly because i'm fat (laughs) 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 that sounds like a lot of fun actually 
So, uh, what's been your best moment at spring training thus far, man? It's been we're, we're loving Arizona, so uh, it's a beautiful place. But you have a whole other perspective of it because you're going to work every day, you know. So, what's been your best moment so far in spring training? I think definitely getting my first big league start. Okay, uh, I was fortunate enough to spend time in big league spring training this year. Right from the start, I was able to get, I think, just a little over a month up in camp, just learning from everybody, you know, all the outfielders that we had, because I was an outfielder at the time. Mm-hmm. I was able to spend it with Mike Trout, sure. you know, Upton, Jabari Blash, Cole Calhoun, right. Eric Young Jr., uh, Liriano that we picked up as well, and, you know, Michael Hermosillo, all those guys really helped me as much as they could regardless of what questions i had they were always willing to answer them always looking out for me and that, that was honestly one of the best moments was just getting to spend time with those guys learning as much as i can and then obviously the first time you get your first start you see your name on the big league lineup sure mixed in with some of these guys that have had i mean easily four or five years of service time it's right. it gives me goosebumps i mean to this day it still does it that's you awesome. definitely get excited, and you know that it's uh, it's something that could be in the future. It's something that you look forward to and strive to- towards every day Yeah. in your work. And, you know, those dog days in August when your body's not feeling it and you're in God knows what city, but <laughs> right. you just you just remember those times that you spent and really really lock it in for the rest of the season. Sure. That's awesome. Now, did you just get as close to Trout as you could just to try to bring in that aura to you? I mean, it, what, no, I mean, in, in the locker room, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's, he's an unbelievable person, very humble, always open to helping you out. Awesome. So, so getting getting to know Trout was was different than, you know, what the media portrays, that, you know, the aura around him. Right, right. He's just Mike in the locker room. You know, everyone everyone jokes around, and he's, he's one of the guys that does it as well, and he's always willing to lend a hand, always willing to help you out, regardless if it's in outfield work or if it's hitting and stuff. But again a great guy just everybody in that locker room was i felt i felt very comfortable in the locker room that i could talk to anybody nobody sure. was really standoffish to me at all everyone was open and they knew i was young they wanted to help me out as much as they could so they could see me up in that locker room with them one day it's because awesome. they wanted to haze you a little bit later when <laughs> yes, you it was, yeah. <laughs> so i have to ask though was trout just over the top of this whole eagle super bowl thing Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, just watching him, you could just see the – like he has such a love for the game. And you could see it right. in the stands, his love for the Eagles and that whole thing. So. I mean, he's very <laughs> passionate about things that he, right. he really enjoys. And Philadelphia Eagles football is one of them. Uh, so seeing seeing them win it all for him was great. There was a couple other Eagles fans in, sure. the, in the locker room. So every time football or NFL teams were brought up, you know, right. Trout's always the one, you know, like, yeah, fly, Eagles fly. Or, nice. Yeah. <laughs> everything. So it, it's always a lot of fun. It's it's always kind-hearted and everyone understands, you know, yeah. how much they've been – or how long they've been waiting for, you know, an Eagles Super Bowl. Sure. So right. The fact that it happened this year uh, cracks me up, but he was he was definitely excited about it. That's right. good stuff. Now, you're a Georgia kid yourself, so are you a Falcons guy or – uh, no, okay. I'm not. So my brother actually plays with the Detroit Lions for football. Okay, so who's your brother? TJ Jones. Okay, awesome. So uh, dad ended up playing for them as well. Nice. Um, so the Lions. Why didn't you lead with this, man? We could have been talking about <laughs> your lineage, and we could. That's awesome. I mean, everyone talks about it. It's it's definitely something that's been brought up several times. The the biggest question is why I chose baseball over football. Yeah. I just didn't want to follow my family's footsteps. Okay. It, was, it was so easy to just go with kind of the family brand okay. and continue football. But I wanted to make my own name for myself. I didn't want to constantly be compared to you know my two older brothers that played in college and the NFL. My dad that played in the NFL. Right. You know, so everything was just pointing toward. So your football. brother plays for the Lions. Who did your dad play for? Uh, he got drafted by the Steelers out of Notre Dame okay. and then ended his career with the Lions. Okay. Very cool. Dude, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, man. <laughs> but you, you know what? 
congratulations to you for you, for you uh, paving your own path, and you, you blazing your own trail. You can do you you chose to do that, and yes. you know what. Best of luck to you, man. You so now we're pulling for you. I appreciate yeah. it. That's awesome. And baseball, he might have a little bit longer career too. Those yeah. guys take a lot of hits. They do. I mean, it's. I can see with my brother. He's he just finished his uh, fourth season with the Lions, and you know, every single after every single game we talk, and it's like, dude, I'm I'm hurting, man. Yeah, I'm sure, man. I can, I can only imagine. I mean, yeah. you got guys that are you know 260, 270 running. Four four forties and they're trying to take your head off every single exactly. play. Exactly. So, you so, know, thank God I don't have to worry about that in baseball. Yes, yeah. no, not at all. At, at the plate, are you a power guy? Are you a pool guy? Are you a slap hitter? What what, do you, what are you? I'd say I was doubles power. Okay, I, mean, all right. I definitely I hit my fair share of extra base hits, I believe, and I mean, I do believe I have some home run power as well. But I don't focus on that. I mean, home runs will come. Yeah. You know, you don't want to focus on home runs in the minors. I just want to focus on average right now and getting my abs just hitting the ball hard and helping my team out because at the end of the day power will come yeah i mean there have been plenty of guys who they hit under 10 home runs a year in the minors and they go on to be 35 home run guys right, uh, right. in the big leagues so yeah. for my my biggest thing is just focusing on hard contact and staying within myself and trying to generate as much much help for my team as i can sweet fantastic okay, fantastic now uh we would be just remiss if we didn't ask you about uh shohei otani it, you how was he in the locker room? I mean, because everybody wants to know that, right? Yeah. And we, we would be dumb for not asking. So right. how was your experience with Otani in the locker room? Was he just one of the guys, or is he very protected? How, how does that work? No, he's great. He's yeah? A, he's an amazing guy. You awesome. know, he, he definitely picks up more English than, than you would think. The okay. first time I got in there, I was a little hesitant to, you know, would I either talk to him or would I talk to his translator? Yeah. Or, but he, he definitely understands, and then he'll obviously talk to his translator, and his translator will reply back if he doesn't know the words in English for it. But, I mean, again, he's another one of the guys. They joke around with him, and he jokes around back. Sweet. And it's it's oh, fun. Awesome. It's it's lighthearted. It's it's great. The competition, you can definitely see it. He's competitive. He's, yeah. a, he's a workhorse. The guy's, the guy's gifted. Yeah. He really is. And, you know, as gifted as he is on the field, I mean, he's just as gifted off. He really just people person, really okay. wants to connect with those in the locker room. I mean... He definitely is gonna gonna flash you a smile if you go and say hi to him. Really? He is. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I got to see him yesterday. He was taking BP and uh, played in our our sim game. Okay. And you know, I walked up to him, gave him a hug, and everything. Said said what's up, and you know, we went about our about our day. But he's another great guy. Sure. Just another guy that I was fortunate enough to be in the same locker room with. He he just walked in and out of the room uh, yeah. while you were sitting here. Oh wow! Uh, so you didn't <laughs> see him, but. Uh, massive like he's really tall oh, he's like six four yeah it's yeah. ridiculous six that's four but like don't don't let it fool you the guy is the guy is strong yeah he really yeah. is awesome awesome that's not him yeah, though that's, that's, not him. <laughs> that's dj peters that's yeah. my boy that's your boy? that's your boy yeah a couple of guys in here are really good buddies of mine awesome go tell him to come over here and sit down we'll have a <laughs> conversation <laughs> is he a georgia guy too no he's not uh he actually is with the dodgers organization okay all right so i got okay. to meet him through pro ball but i mean we've played against each other every single level we've been at and sure another great guy on the field and off the field and I want to talk about raw power? The guy's got it for sure. Yeah, you look like it, yeah. <laughs> and man, Otani. I mean, Otani can. Man, that guy can swing it. Sweet. Wow, that's awesome, right. man. Uh, you're from Georgia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you one last question. I'm going to get, I'm gonna get you out sure. of here. You're kind of young. I don't know, you're you're 20, so you might not know. But Outcast or Gambino? Which one's which one's better? Which Andre Three Stacks or, or, or Childish? Which one is it, man? You know, that's hard. I mean, both great artists. Both I, I enjoy both of their music. I mean, I mean, just overall success in their career. I think Andre 3000 has it. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a guy that's been influential in the Atlanta area. Sure. He's definitely opened up 
opened up doors for people to pursue music and Childish has done the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's focusing more on movies and right. his stand up and everything, but you know, three thousand always stuck to music. He sure. always always was really putting his heart and soul in and I yeah. can respect that. So All right, one for the old school. We'll just keep it right there, one of for course. the old school. Of we'll take it. All right, awesome man. Thank you for your time today, man. This has no, been great. Course. Thank you all uh, so much. We're gonna play you out on some three stacks and, and uh, yeah, and, uh <laughs> best of luck to you. Yeah, man. best Thank of luck, so man. Much. I really do. Thank so, you all so much. Thanks, buddy. This is Tanner from CustomCutsOnline.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and sitting in front of us is a massive man for the D-backs, Houston's own, Rice's own. That's right. John Duplantier. John, what's up, man? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm yeah, doing you doing good. good? Yeah, I'm having. You fun. having fun, man? Yeah, we've seen cool. you like all over, all over the place. This is cool. I mean, it's it's cool, especially. I mean, I ran in Tiago, uh, the who's got a can for right arm, yeah. sure, and uh, and Cal Quantrill. And last year, I just saw him. We got super excited. It's like a little reunion. Sure. Um, okay. We did all the fan fest stuff together at the Fuji game last year. So, okay. Okay. Uh, never met him. Never met Tiago, but he's a great guy. So I saw him. I was just like. Got a little fan. Goes like, oh, that's my big, fr- my big, my big league friend Tiago. What's happening? So that's awesome. Yeah, it's been a good day. Very good stuff, nice. Man. Good Very stuff. Nice. So uh, we heard that you might have collected a few things when you were were kids. Yeah. What, what did you collect? Uh, I mean, there were some baseball baseball cards mixed in. I had right. no idea who I had, um, <laughs> except for the select few. And sure. then, uh, but mainly it was Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh. All right. And then, the, and then the football cards that we would get from packs and like sure. Uh, birthday party uh, goodie bags, goodie bags and stuff, and stuff like that. Yeah. That works. That works. Yeah. So, uh, did you? Uh, were you a player? Did you play? Did you play any tournaments? Did you play with your friends with the Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon? No, no. Wow. You're just a collector. We tried. My brother oh, okay. and I tried. Um, when my brother got old enough, he's so he's like he's two, three. He's three years younger than me. Okay. But when he got old enough to where I could try and explain the rules I thought were going to be of the game, uh-huh. or the rules I wanted to make up, right, yeah, right, he could roll with it, right. We would just play on top of the stairs and stuff, and yeah. kind of on the carpet, and just throw the cars down. And I'd make a blue eyes dragon whenever I thought <laughs> I wanted to. And yeah, I will pop on them pretty bad, but uh, it was a good that's time. what you're supposed to do as the bigger 100%. brother. Yeah, it's my duty. It is. It is your duty. It is a duty. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about rice, man. You, you gotta you gotta be on your game to get into rice. So I mean, you must be a smart kid, right? I convinced them I was. You convinced you I convinced them I was. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, academics was real big in my family. It is. Yeah. Um, and so, shoot, being a college athlete, sure. unless a professional athlete, really was kind of a, a joke when we were younger. Like, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be an NBA player. I right, be right, right. NFL, you know? so, right. But once I got into high school, when I turned about, shoot, I guess, like, Eight seventeen. Sure. My best friend was the left tackle on our football team, and he was getting all these um, uh, offers to go play football. Yeah, scholarship. And he was offers. like, "Hey, you go play football if you want it." I was like, "What?" <laughs> but then baseball turned out to be a thing. So, I mean, I was going to go to school and be a chemical engineer, right? And then all of a sudden, bam, you grow, start getting some velo, and next thing you know, you're applying to schools and got the grades to get in. So sure. rice just kind of happened, and I mean, I couldn't have been happier. You know, rice That's is awesome. rice is no joke. They have a Storied baseball program. Yeah, so being a part of being part of that must have been a lot to you, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's one of those things that like not a lot of people can say. Sure, um, not a lot of people can say that they played for Wayne Graham. Sure, or Rice baseball, or uh, had to go through the the. I mean, shoot, just Rice academics. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
It's not an easy um, school. No, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it definitely it's isn't. Right in the heart of Houston. Yeah. And it's um, it's a school that that is a. It, you got to be a smart guy to get in there, Paul. They're not letting you and me in. I can tell. Oh you no, no, one. that's never gonna happen. <laughs> They're not letting me. You uh, me. Rice but, and Roni might let us yeah, in. Rice and Roni, <laughs> but, uh, storied baseball program, and man, it's a it's a hell of a school that has a long history in both football and baseball. So yep. it's a. I'm so happy to have you sitting in front of me, <laughs> Texas guy. Man, that's that's awesome. Now we live. We're based out of Texas. Yeah, okay. we're, yeah, we live in Dallas we live there. In Dallas, okay. yeah. So yeah, so right, yeah, right up the road. Yeah, 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 you know, it's not Houston, but <laughs> very nice. <laughs> it's good stuff. Very nice. So uh, second full spring uh, with the D-backs. What's the biggest difference between the college game and major league game? Uh, other guys who come by through said it's faster. Is it is it faster? Is that what it is? Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. College ball. College ball. The, oof, there's a fly running. There's a fly. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> no, me? no, it's not you. <laughs> All right. It's not you. College ball, the premiums on manufacturing runs, and the balls are dead, and they're using BB cores. And sure. I mean, especially at Rice, the ball don't go. Right. It doesn't. It, I love right. it. The ball, you right. hit as hard as you can, man. If you don't square that sucker up, it ain't going nowhere. Right. So, um, guys, I mean, base runners want to steal. Hitter, coaches want hitters to bunt. They want to hit and run and mm-hmm. squeeze and – so we're picking off a lot. We're stepping off. We're sure, trying to do sure. tricks. But in pro ball, that don't happen. They're trying to elevate and celebrate, and they right. let you know about it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the game just the, the pace is a little bit faster, you know. And mm-hmm. guys got think less, but think faster on their feet. Right. Um, or you can get hurt real fast, and next thing you know, you just gave up a four spot, and you forgot to blink. Right. You're, right. You're starting to forget to breathe. So. Uh, definitely faster. I agree with those guys. Okay. So, who's the toughest batter you faced so far? Uh, Jordan Alvarez. Uh, yeah, it's Alvarez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jordan Alvarez. He's with the, he's with the Astros. All he's, right. Uh, he was in the Futures game. We um, we faced each other a couple times in Low A, and then in the Midwest League All Star game. And I think I've gotten him out twice out of maybe. 10 or 12 uh, at-bats. He's uh, definitely got your number. And man. the two times I got him out, they were line drives smacked to the shortstop. So, <laughs> wow. Um, if I see him or if he if he runs across this, I'm, I'm a, I got something for him. And we're <laughs> buddies. We're buddies. We get along. <laughs> no, he, he's my Cuban buddy. I mean, yeah. we, we get along. We got jokes and, and all that. And I definitely have utmost respect for him. He's he's a he's a big cat. Standing sure. in the box left hand left hand side and he he don't he don't miss much. Dude, sure. I can't wait for the major league when they're both in the majors yeah. and that and that happens. I mean, That's gonna be cool. It, it was it, it was really cool. He was in the futures game and I actually came in in the seventh. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, he's pinch hitting and he comes up to plate and we both kind of gave that little head nod like, "Hey man, yeah, good yeah. to see you," you know. Yeah. And, right. and then he I think I walked him. him. You walked him. Yeah, I think I walked him. Uh, Very nice. It's better than giving up a bomb, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I went to Rice, man. <laughs> I went to Rice and. I think I'd rather every now and I mean, I don't want to give up a ton of bombs. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> My experience with Rice is, hey, man, throw that thing in the zone. Yeah. yeah. Take your chances in the zone. So Make them beat you, right? Make them beat you, exactly. Yep. And if they hit a bomb, they hit a bomb. and celebrate, man. They earned it. So it's all good. Right. John, how many pitches are you working with? How many, what do you got? Four so pitches? Throw three pitches? Four. Uh, five, you want to count a four-seam fastball as well. Okay. I'm mainly a sinker guy. Uh, I got a sinker slider, curveball. All right. Spike curveball. I went to Rice. I got to say spike. Spike yeah, curveball. Spike curveball. <laughs> and uh, change up. And okay. I'll throw a four seam here and there. So how how did you come up with how did you start throwing the sinker? Sinker? That's, that's not something I, 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 I mean, you know, I say sinker. Um, that's just kind of what the term everybody uses in Pro Bowl. But 
Relaxed to two seam. Just okay. happens to sink. Oh, all right. What I do, why I'm built the way I'm built, my fingers, I don't know what's going on, but some, some they call everybody calls it a sinker, so okay. it's just a two seam. What, what are you hitting on the radar gun? I'm probably, oof. I, ha- I don't know, I haven't got a gun this spring. I haven't got a gun this spring. Usually spring's pretty pretty favorable for me. Sure. I like spring. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm probably mid-90s. Okay. I'm 93, 94. Okay. Okay. I can't do it. No. Absolutely oh, legit. No, absolutely legit. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right, I want to ask you one more question. We're going to wrap okay. it up. Um, tell us about Paul Goldschmidt. Have you have you got to see him, like, take batting practice or or hit? I haven't. I mean, I've gone to a couple games yeah. uh, with the team and then during spring training or during instructs, we yeah. go to we go to a game. And, sure. And so I've got to see him hit. Yeah. Impressive, yeah. obviously. Um, I just see him in person. I think just seeing him in person wor- uh, walking around yeah. and stuff and um, – and then, like, I, I got to I got to go work out with uh, some of the big leaders one time, and, and sure. Paul was there, and we were doing some barefoot stuff. Mm. And I don't know if this is weird, but the dude's feet are muscular. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. he, he's That's joked, weird. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. His feet are strong, too. Like, they, like, they look strong. Oh, wow. wow. So it was like, you like that, if that makes the myth even more possible, <laughs> <Sure>. even more <laughs> impressive, the sure. man's got stronger feet than I got biceps. So, wow. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's some inside stuff right there. That is yeah, inside you don't stuff. get that every day. <laughs> no. I don't know if I'm supposed to be telling that. Somebody, somebody <laughs> probably going to jump me, but <laughs> nah. it's all right. It's we're all good. Gonna, we're gonna wrap this up, man, so you can go eat. But uh, right. I want to thank you for stopping by. Uh, go enjoy the food. Best of luck to you this year. Uh, get called up by June. Hey. We're gonna go June. Ooh, that that'd be beautiful. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> Sensational. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you very much you. for your time, thank sir. You. All right, take care. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Pat Nishak, winner of the 2017 World Baseball Classic, and you're listening to Beckett Radio with Fat Packs. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out after that quick break. And joining me now for our final interview of the week is uh, my new best friend, Mr. Rick Canale of Baseball Treasures. I'm saying he's my new best friend because he's got an awesome new product out on the market that I want to t- you guys to know about. But, Rick, before we get into that, please introduce yourself and tell us how long you've been involved in the hobby. Well, I'm 47 years old, Eric, uh, and I think I've been involved. My earliest memory is the 75 World Series, so I was probably four years old at that time. Very nice. And I remember Fred Lynn crashing into the wall. Um, That was my er Vegas memory because the game was always on in my house, like everybody's house, whether it was on the radio, the TV. And I think my my, I had an older brother who collected cards in 78, so I kind of got the bug there, and from 79 on, I just... I used to be one of those kids that waited at the corner store for packs to arrive. <laughs> Very nice. And then in 81, when Donruss and Fleerick showed up, it just blew my mind because there were all kinds of choices. Of course. Of course. Now, you're, you're a Boston guy. Did you grow up in Boston? Yeah, right oh. in the shadow of Fenway Park. Okay, so... We actually, in our early teens, would hang out at the ballpark, and we were autograph hounds. Nice. Uh, Ustremski at all? Did you get any Ustremski? Yes, Drabsky had retired by the time we had started hanging out, but he used to make appearances at the park, and he did sign. Okay, awesome. The toughest autograph was actually Dwight Evans. Really? Time. He, yeah, he was tough. What about, I got him once. what about Jim Rice? He signed more often than Evans, which is surprising to all, because uh, Evans, I mean, Rice at that time was known as a surly guy, and uh, still is, is known that way today. Of course, that's why I asked. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, Don Russell Flair come out in 81, and you you just get the bug, and, and you start collecting, and you now let's get to the present day. You have this awesome new product out on the uh, on the market. It's called Baseball Treasures. It's a coin. It's a baseball coin. I opened some of these though, but what I loved about it, it's a coin, but it's inserted into a card. Tell us, 
Tell us where this idea came from, and we'll start there. Uh, my partner, John, Con- John Connor, has a connection to a mint that's in Massachusetts. Okay. And they were looking to broaden their reach. And he mentioned to me, because he knew I had the, you know, a knowledge of the current hobby, because he has a knowledge of the past hobby. Mm-hmm. He said, do you think there'd be a market for this? I said, I can't see why there wouldn't be, but I, you know, knowing about chase cards and all that and how popular they are in this current hobby, I said, I go, we have to add silver and gold to the mix. And there we have it. It just kind of went from there. Uh, we pitched MLB and they loved the idea. So this is, it's, it's reminiscent of what Pinnacle did in the nineties with, with coin cards, but these are much different. Uh, they're again, we opened them yesterday. They're, they're a full size coin. Beautiful art on the on the coin itself. You said there's the chase element that which we didn't find any of the chases yet, but we're still opening that box, so uh, we're, we're going to have fun with that. But so, did you take some of your your inspiration from the old Pinnacle sets that had the coins in them? In all honesty, didn't find out about the Pinnacle set till after we had our license. Oh, nice! And yeah, and then we're like, wow, this is so similar. It's. It was eerie because they did 30 players and whatnot, you know, try to get hit each team. Mm-hmm. We had no idea. And then we're like, wow, well, we've come because we did, you know, we knew the tops coins and the arc Sitco coins and the buttons that were around. And we knew all that stuff. There's a lot of coins, but we didn't know about Pinnacle until after we were in, you know, in deep in, deep in. And we were pleased that we came up with a better mousetrap because Pinnacle, had to put it together, mm-hmm. find the holder, you know. Right. It was a, like an aluminum coin or whatever it is, you know, and it has the same back on every Pinnacle coin. You know, we, we're really proud of the fact that we can actually give you, you know, each player in an action shot and a headshot. Right. That was a big deal for us. Yeah, we didn't want to give you the same back on every coin. Yeah, would have been a lot cheaper for us. I'm sure the <laughs> suggested retail would come down for the consumer, but we think we're right in the mix at six ninety nine a pack. I think it's I think that's a good deal. Uh, as we were again, we were opening some of these yesterday, uh, and again, the artwork is beautiful. How did you guys go about selecting the players for the teams? It was not. It was a threefold process. One, the obvious talent is one. Okay. Uh, popularity, another, and. Character is in there too. Uh, we didn't want anybody getting, you know, you know, kind of having a scandal surrounding them. So right. that was a bit of judgmental on our part. But we also, you know, a lot of it was likelihood to trade. Mm. We went through three Marlins before we had sent it on Justin Bauer. I mean, we had Yelich, and that went by the way. <laughs> and we have Dickerson. You know, un- you know, who thought they would trade their only All Star? Right. Uh, you know, literally, he got he was minted and trade and DFA the next day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, one that stood out to me, and it, because he's so young, was Reese Hoskins, Hoskins for the Phillies. What, what went into that decision? I mean, I think it's a great one, but and when, you, when I think Phillies, I don't think Reese Hoskins is the first Philly that comes to my mind, but I'm also you know in my mid-30s. I think Chase Utley, right? But he's not currently on the Phillies. So it, right, he's not currently on the Phillies. Um, we wanted Pat Neshek for a bit, thinking okay. that would be a great collector's appeal. But we have friends in Philly, and... And vendors in Philly, and they're like, Hoskins is it. He is loved by all already. They look to him to the future. So that, that it, means, it, kind of, it just made sense. Pat Pat would have been, made a lot of sense, too. He, As you said, the collector appeal there is for him because he, he's great in the community as it is. 
So um, that's that's cool. Uh, but well, we've sent we've sent Pat a uh, Hoskins coin and said, you know, if you we'll get you a full set if you want to have it signed for your collection. <laughs> oh, very nice. I bet Pat yeah. loved that because, like, again, he's he's huge in the community. And uh, yeah, he is. He really is an asset. I mean, that, to the community, to everybody. I mean, he, he's such a positive influence, and what a sweet signature, huh? Yeah, <laughs> really, it really is. Uh, we had him. We had going back last year. We had him in studio for a whole day. I went and picked him up. <sighs> I went and picked him up awesome. uh, from his hotel. And the, the strangest thing, I don't. In fact, I don't think many people know this. So surprise, surprise, uh, listening world. Uh, I picked him up and. I turned down the radio as he got in the car, just you know, to make pleasantries. When you meet somebody, that's what you do, right? And uh, right. oddly enough, and sadly enough, uh, Tina Turner's "Private Dancer" was playing softly on the radio <laughs> when I picked <laughs> him up, and I was like, "Dude, I'm I'm totally sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen." But uh, he, we just kind of laughed it off. But that was my moment with. It. Initially meeting Pat Nishak as Tina Turner's private dancer was playing in the background. It was great. <laughs> That's a great story. Great, great story. All right, uh, let's talk about the chase element of this because there are silver coins, there are gold coins. So how, how, where do these land per pack? Like, what's the odds on them? The, uh, the odds of a silver is actually only 1 in 432. So okay. it's great odds. I mean, I know somebody that pulled a Salvi Perez the other day. Uh, the odds of a gold are one in twenty one thousand and change, okay. which sounds you know it sounds staggering. But if you check odds of other similar contests out there, they're like one in three hundred thousand for the grand prize. So we think we're right in the meat, and it meets our marketing budget. And guess what? In Garden City, New York, yesterday somebody pulled a gold coin. Well, there you go. That's very nice. Uh, what's been the reaction so far from the collecting community? Have you guys uh, picked up on it? I'm, I'm looking at your Twitter page here. Um, it seems to be nice. Have you been surprised by it at all? Um, it, you know, it's it's been great and positive, and we're expecting you know, appreh- you know, people to be a little more apprehensive because we're not a, we're not a big mega company, right? We're right. two guys with a company, you know. And I think the best part is is all the wish- wishes we're getting from form submissions and emails are people wanting us to succeed. Because I think as collectors, they know we're collectors, and they see themselves in our shoes. Okay. You know, they really like, you know, I always wanted to do that, or I hope these guys make it, because it's, you know, they're, they're one of us. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Um, did, are there vari- variations of the coins? Uh, like, s- some of the photos on the, co- on the artwork on the coins, is there, is there variations of that, or is it all? No variations okay. on the inaugural set. We do have plans for that in, um, for going forward of different metals to have, you know, variants and <coughs> parallels and whatnot. Um, we also have plans of doing a subset because everybody wanted an Otani coin, of course, right? Of course, yeah. How could you not put Mike Trout in the set? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just, you know, it was like we're putting Mike Trout in the set. Sorry, it's Mike Trout. <laughs> That's right. I'll say, uh, man, I'm looking right here and there looks like to be, there's a hunt. There's a hunt going on for these cards. Uh, or these coins, and how? Tell us about first. Tell us about that. And I'm looking. Texas Monkey Business is uh, looks like it might be a partner of yours with the hunt. So that's not far from me, actually. So I'm going to go check this out. Tell us about the hunt. The hunt, the the, the baseball treasure hunt is twofold. Okay, we're going to have we have on our website and through our social media, we're going to blast clues. You know, a couple times a week through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. 
And they're more like um, modeled after the whole national treasure thing. Everything's going to be a clue. It's going to be a bit of a challenge. Okay. It's not going to be that easy. And if you give us a virtual, you know, a digital picture of the answer, you win the copper coin that's presented that day. Oh, if you can take a picture of yourself in that venue or whatever this location is, for example, you know, say it was uh, the Ted Williams statue at Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. If you get a picture of yourself, you win the silver coin of that day. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and then we also have in the works, too, we're going to have live treasure hunts in major league cities. Naturally, Boston will be the first. Uh, we don't have a date set yet, but it's going to be like a giant scavenger hunt. And every, whoever gets, the, you know, gets to the destination first wins the silver coin at that destination. So we'll put like 15 silver coins in the mix. Sweet. Whoever wins all the clues gets the gold coin that day. Very nice. Very nice. Now, i got to ask this uh the the All Star Game's coming up next month. Is there any plans in the works for us to do something around the All Star Game? We, you know, MLB, MLB pushed us to be in the you know have that hunt for that day. We want to do everything right. Yeah, and we, you know we couldn't leave anything to chance and let people down in this initial thing. I mean, I'm sure we've had a couple hiccups with you know where people said, "Oh, I got a dink corner" or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it right. If you get a dink corner, let us know. We're going to send you a new holder. It's okay. that simple. That's that's. You know, we're we're going to be the most responsive, you know, memorabilia guys out there. You know, we we look to st- we want to stick around. We want to make people happy. We want to be a, you know, a voice that actually listens to people. You know, because these we're in precious metals. These are going to tarnish. We're going to sell cloths to keep your collection shiny. There you go. Right. You could. This is actually a collection you could take care of. Right. And it's it's. You know, most people get cards. They put them in a holder, and then you know they put them in a box, and then they stay there until they try to sell them. This is these are actually something that are beautiful and they can be displayed. And I'm sure that there was some thought behind that when the, the production started. Is there some way that you would suggest displaying these, or is there a holder for them to be displayed in? Is that coming? We highly recommend the Ultra Pro um, 180 point okay. or a top loader or a magnetic one touch. The magnetic one touch, you know, for the high end. They also have what's called the Ultra Pro Executive Card Holder, which is like a frame that you could stand that on. Right. That's what we recommend if you're just going to do one card. Okay. If you're going to get the set, our album will be out in a few weeks, and then you can display the whole set. It's you know modeled after the whole state quarter idea. There you, you know, go. Put the coins in each slot, and you know it's so you can you could frame it. Uh, you could do all tails, all heads. You can mix in the silvers. You know. So you can you can display it, and the beauty of you know I'm not so much you know copper doesn't appreciate so much in value anymore, but the art you know these are precious metals. If you ever get tired of it, you can melt it down and sell it. <laughs> There's that, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is you know it's an option that's that's better than recycling bin for sure. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so. Uh, taking Boston out of the equation, we're, we're, we're removing Mookie Betts from this because I don't want you to be a homer. It, do you, <laughs> I'm a homer, okay, as long as you know. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a favorite coin in the set, uh, a favorite player that's on a coin that you guys Do designed? I have a favorite player on the coin? I have a favorite coin, actually. Okay, what's the favorite it's coin? the Joe Mauer coin okay. for the headshot. And I, it just frames so well. And I'm glad because Mauer is a tribute to, you know, the Twins and baseball. Right. And I was surprised when I saw it. I definitely, you know, the Maurer coin is great. Um, people asked us why we chose Altuve as the cover boy. It's Jose Altuve. Right, <laughs> I mean, exactly. He was the best player in our, in our minds last year. 
but yeah, it, or or the tales on the Harper, the tales on the Harper is pretty sweet too with the bat flip. I get, uh, yeah, those, those are all nice. I like the uh, I like the Salvi Perez one, uh, the action shot on the back. I don't, I'm not even, I'm not even a Royals fan, but I like it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank cool. you. All those are Getty images. Well, that's another contract we had to secure too, right? There you go. We couldn't just grab those off the internet. We had to we had to pay our rights to them. <laughs> now let me ask you this. Again, you're a homer. You're a Red Sox guy. How tough was it to pick a Yankee to go on this? I'll tell you a story. Okay. We were always going to use Judge as the gold coin because it just made sense. We like Judge. We respect him. We appreciate him. He's good for everything. We wanted to make Stanton the Yankee and Judge just the chase. Okay. But uh, it, MLB said he had to play a game in a Yankee uniform first. Ah, yes. Okay, fair enough. So we just went Judge straight across the board, and we're happy with that because, you know, Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. I mean, he does things right. and You know, thank goodness it hasn't been Joe Charbonneau yet. Right. You know, or Kevin Moss, for that means. <laughs> Kevin right? Moss. That could have been a disaster for us. We, we swallowed hard. We were like, let's, make, let's just go all in. <laughs> That's awesome. And I want to I point out, I mean, I think I'm looking across the, the checklist here. I think you got it all right. The, but the one I do want to point out that is – absolutely on point 100% correct one is uh the oh gosh the Texas Rangers uh Beltre he is a staple at third base and he means so much to the Rangers this that was absolutely who you had to go with so um i'm i'm sure putting a checklist together isn't exactly the easiest thing but you guys got that one 100% right that is good to know. I mean, and because we had to highlight somebody's season two, I mean, when you can highlight somebody's 3,000 pit, you should definitely acknowledge that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, let's talk about social media presence. Where can my listeners find you uh, across social media? All right, well, we are a baseball treasure handle on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we are a baseball treasure handle on Twitter, less the E, because you can only have so many characters. So right. it's ba- all, all together, baseball treasure as one word, and you'll find us on all three major, on all three major socials. Um, of course, we have minimal presence on LinkedIn, and the YouTube videos will be coming soon. We have a YouTube. If somebody wants to see the coins being minted, we're on YouTube. That's cool. But we're gonna, when we have those live treasure hunts, we're going to have a, that on video. That, that's awesome. Um, Video will help you tremendously in in this uh, hobby. People love video. Uh, my my ugly mug is all over out there on video <laughs> opening cards. So uh, I can't well, actually. That's good. I mean, we, that's what we really need is you know, and if any and if any of our customers want to share their box breaks with us, we want to share this news with people too. We actually. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you there. Uh, Sam no. and I, my colleague Sam and I, are actually going to bring down a box a little later today and open up the whole thing and. Uh, and get into this and just share the goods. So we can't wait to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. That's awesome. We can't wait. Thank All you right. very much. So uh, retail-wise, where where can uh, my listeners find these to, to pick them up? I, I see you have a shop button on your website, but uh, is there are, there, are there are they at LCS or local card shops yet, or what's the best yes, way to go about that? they are at local card shops. I, my, our friends in Cooperstown at Yastrzemski Sports told us theirs are arriving this morning. Uh, we have many local shops that you can go to our website, check locations, put in your zip code. It gives you the closest local shop to you. Um, we've got naturally, we've got all the the big arms like Fanatics and MLB stores, and we're in many stadiums. We're not in all the stadiums because they wanted us to get ready for by opening day, which was really hard for us to do. Right. <laughs> we're happier we're in the market in June. 
So let's let's wrap this up. It's it's been about twenty minutes, and uh, we've got the social media out there. We got the locations out there. Tell us again when the hunt starts. The live hunt. The the live major league hunts will be uh, mid toward the end of the summer. The ones that are like live in major league cities. Okay. Boston launch. Awesome. That will be like that will be post all star game um, when we're looking for another boost again. Uh, and you know naturally we're we're planning the Red Sox being still a popular item in August. So awesome. All right, guys, uh, go check this out. Hit that shop button on on uh, baseballtreasures.com. Check out more more information about the hunt. Check the coins out themselves because they're beautiful. And be watching for a box break later on, uh, posted later on today or if not tomorrow from uh, Sam and I as we open up a couple of uh, – well, actually, we're going to try to open up a whole box of this stuff so we can lay out the whole set for you. Uh, Rick, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I think Awesome, Eric. Thank you. Awesome, buddy. Thank you very much. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from Slipknot, and you're listening to Fat Pack. All right, guys, we're all done this week, man. Back-to-back-to-back interviews. Jemai Jones of the Anaheim Angels, John DePantier of the Diamondbacks, and Rick Canale of Baseball Treasures, which is a great new coin product that we were just talking about. It's a lot of fun. Again, Sam and I opened up a lot of it. We're going to finish that up uh, probably today and get some of those uh, out on a giveaway. The chase element for that is a lot of, is a lot is a lot of fun. Uh, it's the silver and the gold. So here we go. Let's 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 jump in and let's support this new product. It looks a lot of looks like it's it could be a new staple in in collecting because it's something different. And uh, we we need something different. The hobby needs something different. Indeed. So uh, before we wrap up completely. Wanted to mention another set that's out or is coming out soon, which is the top Stranger Thing, Stranger Things set. Cards, uh, seven cards per pack, twenty-four packs per box, uh, twelve box, twelve boxes per case. Set size is hundred cards, and it releases in October uh, appropriately. For fans of this show, is, this is a must. I think it's a lot of fun to uh, to see the retro. Is that a word? Retroness of the of this set, but they did good. They done really well here. But the important thing is the signers list. They got almost everybody, and uh, the least of which is Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven. It, it's it's just a must have. Man, we 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 talked about this set in the office about who was going to get the license, and I think the right company got the license here. Uh, so that's that's really fun. I'm glad that tops. Uh, did the right thing and they got the right signage for this and it feels like a retro set. I hope it comes out in wax packs. That's the only thing that can make it any better that is actual wax packs. So tops, congratulations on the uh, Stranger Things and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it looks in my hands. I can't wait to get my hands on it. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, seeing, because uh, I love the show. So it's going to be a lot of fun seeing how this uh, how this turns out. I think you know, non-sports can go unnoticed sometimes, but this is a this is one that I think is definitely going to garner some attention because of how popular the show is, and how popular those, how popular those actors are. So, please go check it out. Uh, comes out in October. Be waiting for it. Be ready for it. And if uh, you do get some, let's see, let's see them. Let's uh, see what you you got with them. All right. Uh, anything else? Yes, lots of stuff. Uh, bye bye, LeBron. Can we say that? Can we say? I, I think it's finally over. Cavs went up. I'm sorry. The Warriors went up three one three nothing last night uh, in the series, 
and I think this is it for LeBron and Cleveland. Uh, we're going to shut this down on Friday. Uh, you know, you know, they, Cleveland might get a win at home on Friday, and the, the Warriors close it out uh, back in Golden State. But I think I think this is it. Um, bye bye LeBron. Probably probably to Los Angeles, as a, a lot of people are speculating. So uh, let me know how you feel about that. Are you even watching? Do you even care? I mean, I, I think it got a three last night, which is. Pretty good, you know. I guess nationally there wasn't much else on up against it, but it was such a, it was such a, you know, it's kind of an eh. Are you are you even really caring? So I might be wrong on that on that number, but I, I think I heard a three or like a three four or something, which is okay, I guess. What I mean, if you're into TV ratings, and then uh, is this really going to happen uh, with the Caps? It looks like the Caps are going to hopefully close it out tonight. Is Ovi really going to get one? I hope he does. I hope that I hope that the the Caps win, and uh, these these OV collectors can really finally realize the uh, the increase in value that might come on the secondary market if OV finally gets one because he's he's right there uh, in in the hockey in the hockey files right. He's right behind Sydney because but Sydney has. You know he has rings, and Ovi doesn't have one. So if Ovi gets one, is it finally going to uh, do be a market correction uh, where sales uh, of Ovi are concerned? And that whole team is looking good too. So that's my final two thoughts on uh, sports. I, I, I give you a sports take. Hope you don't mind. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out this week. We had a lot of fun. A lot, it's a baseball centric show this week, but that's okay because last week was a Raven centric show. Hope you listened to that and da- downloaded it and shared it with your friends. Uh, we're gonna do a um, we're gonna do a like and follow campaign. Is that the thing? I don't think that's the right thing to call it. We're gonna do a review campaign. How about that? We'll do it on. We need your we need your likes and reviews on uh, on face. I'm sorry, on Facebook. Yes, we need those, but on iTunes. So go to go to iTunes. Leave us a rating a five-star rating and a review if you if you believe we deserve one if you don't that's fine too but leave us a review and uh we will do a giveaway i got a bunch of singles up at my desk that i got to give away so uh i'll post some of those up later just go leave us a five a five-star review if you think we deserve it on itunes uh tell us what tell tell the community why you love our show and we got some giveaways for you guys uh we'll pick we'll pick three random uh, guys, we leave us reviews, and uh, we'll get you something out. I I can't specify what just yet, but I know that I got a lot of good stuff up up at my desk that I need to to give away. So uh, we'll we'll post those pictures up a little later and get that maybe hopefully get you motivated to go leave us a rating and review. All right, guys. Again, thanks for hanging out this week. We had a lot of fun. I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Go check out um, ClassicAuctions.net and get involved in that uh and that auction ends june 19th if you love denny lemieux and Slapshot, like i know a lot of my listeners do that's a that's the place for you to be go check out collectible card club get involved uh with that subscription box opened one up yesterday that was supposed to go to uh to, to los angeles with me for the rookie photo shoot that didn't make it in time but i have five or six cards from there that that are worth uh giving away one being a Thurman Thomas rookie, which was really awesome. The other being a um, Randall Cunningham rookie, which was really awesome. Then I got a Christian McCaffrey jersey in it as well. So we have all that. And then there was a nice Eric Dickerson prism that was a, I think it was a blue one. 
but it's nicely centered. Might get that graded and give it away. So it's a great it's a great product. It's an easy way. You're gonna go spend twenty five bucks at you know Walmart, Target, wherever, looking for mega boxes and all that kind of fun stuff. And if you just you want to eliminate that, get you twenty five bucks of some cool stuff sent right to your right to your door. This is the way to do it. Go check them out. Check out Monster Breaks as well. Get involved with what they have. They're breaking so much stuff this week. It's, it's ridiculous. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Until next week. Jess, keep listening. Kill Jericho. Through headphones, I push in photo. Mission control, it's stories to be told. Code, decode these remotes. Broke down, but this behold. The illest from CO. Deep through the keyhole to see this one light. They just lurking in the darkness, won't leave living tonight. Punchline for fist fight, we cause they heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be they get right. Here they give the blind sight. What? Yeah. Me and my people just might tonight, alright? Me and my people just might.